So you're a teacher? Hey everybody, welcome back. I am to a teacher. <laughs> you might need a mic for this. <laughs> Feels so stupid. <laughs> okay, so let me let me do it again. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host Elias Roush. This podcast is uh, sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Sorry, I originally started this podcast and I didn't have my mic in front of me and for some reason it's got me goose giggling. Goose and giggling. I don't know what this got me doing. <laughs> so, uh, It Man 4. This is It Man 4, the finale. The 2019 martial arts film directed by the same guy that has been reoccurring director for the past four movies, Wilson Yip, and also produced by Raymond Wong we are also bringing back Edmund Wong on the writing staff. Same editor, different cinematographer, Chin Si Kung. Um, like I've said in the other videos, may get some of the pronunciation wrong, but it's only doing with this the utmost respect. Um, let's continue on. Running time, 105 minutes. Budget of fifty-two million. When they put fifty-two million dollars in this, they got two hundred and thirty-nine million dollars back. Wow, that is uh, that's kind of incredible. Um, considering what was It Man three, they had thirty-six million in and a hundred and fifty-seven million back. So we have gone up. What is that like seventy million almost? Uh, probably a little bit more than that. Um, yeah about 80 million or something like that something crazy um with 20 million more dollars so yeah people love their it man one of the best looking movies of the franchise still cinematography through the roof love the direction of this movie i'm going to talk about the pros and cons first this time uh story i i like the story in this a little bit better than the others pacing i feel like the pacing of this movie feels very deliberate the pacing in the movies the first and the fourth movie are the strongest because i feel like they know exactly how they wanted to start this movie and how they wanted to end this franchise um so uh yeah the pacing the action again phenomenal all that good stuff the cinematography still blows my mind uh i love how they have the uh, cinematography and the direction in this feels as if it is a foreign film and it's shooting the United States from like a foreign perspective, foreign film perspective. And I'm, I'm, I love that. Um, just that perspective. I haven't seen that done very many times. Um, so excuse me, a little bit of drink for the review. So, um, Yes, yeah, the fourth film, and uh, co-production in Hong Kong, China, began April 2018 and ended in July of the same year. It was released December 20th, 2019. So we already talked about the budget, the running time. Running time is just about the same as the all the other movies. Um, let's talk about the plot. I think this is where we're going to drop off everyone that has not seen the movie, does not want to hear the uh, spoiler take on it. Um, come back after you've watched the movie or you are ready for it. Um, 
I know this can be kind of emotional for everybody because we're all finishing up the Ip Man series. We did watch uh, Master Z, so I believe we're going to do a review on that movie as well. But still, Ip Man 4. It's a little bit sad to think about. It's the last one uh, with Donnie Yen, at least, that I can find. Um, there are other Ip Man movies that don't feature him, but I don't think any of them have been done to this degree. Um, this poster's badass. Him doing a, a practicing Wing Chun on a Wing Chun dummy that's on fire, that is freaking sick. Um, I don't think that ever happens in the movie. But anyways, that'd be kind of ridiculous. It'd be crazy if he had to do like Wing Chun on like a piece of wood so he had to like take it out and it actually was like him doing the practicing block i don't know that's neither here nor there um so here is the plot for ip man 4 by the way full movie reviews full plot synopses all everything good everything that you're looking for is uh one or two dollars depending on what tier you, d you decide to subscribe to on patreon patreon.com slash look it up podcast is a fantastic way to support the uh podcast and bringing um thorough deep seeded reviews you know that we get in the nitty-gritty of like what's really going on here to from a specific perspective you know um to an extent of much as that we can and um you know trying to incorporate that so yeah thank you for uh Watching, listening, look at our podcast, patreon.com slash look at our podcast. Look at our podcast.com is also another website. That's our website, you know, uh, to go check out all of the reviews, the full library, the Patreon, uh, social media, all that good stuff, all at look at our podcast.com. Here is the plot of Ip Man 4. By the way, we are streaming live on Twitch right now. Be sure to check out Twitch, look at our podcast. Um, we are streaming live on there, answering questions, talking to, talking to the people. Here's the plot, Ed Man 4. In 1964, following the death of his wife, Ip Man discovers he has throat cancer. Due to chronic smoking, which is something that we did state and that we did see from the beginning of the series, which I guess is really something that they've seeded as early as like the first scene of the movie i want to say they were fighting at the first scene of the movie but he was also smoking too i i that was something i was very surprised to see um someone of this stature to do um considering how healthy he was he didn't seem to be in that bad of shape but he was a smoker um and so this is where it's coming back to to get him in the butt i guess um it man discovers he has throat cancer due to chronic smoking after his rebellious son Ip Ching fights back against a school bully and is subsequently expelled. Ip Man decides to travel to San Francisco in order to look for study opportunities. He entrusts Ching to his friend, Fat Po, and promises to call Ching every night. And so uh, Ip Man, Donnie Yen, whatever you, whatever you want to call him, it feels like they're intrinsically one person now at this point because we've seen him in so many uh, different situations. But uh, I feel for him. I feel so bad for Donnie Yen's character. Um, not only from the end of what happened at the end of 3, losing his wife, his family's kind of falling apart to an extent. 
He's finding out that he is uh, terminally ill as well. Uh, it's not looking great. Um, this is not exactly the happy ending everybody had hoped for for such a, a, a wonderful uh, individual that has gone down in history as someone's history that might be a little bit muddled to some people that people might not know. Um, so Ip's student... Bruce Lee has upset the local martial arts community in San Francisco by opening a Wing Chun school, teaching non-Chinese people martial arts, and writing an English book on martial arts. This whole section of the story I could totally see being uh, real. I could see it being true. I could see uh, the Chinese community, especially in San Francisco, uh, at, at that point being just like absolutely not this is our culture this is what we've brought this is some of the only things that we can still call ours and if Bruce Lee was uh, you know I guess showing that to, to non-Chinese uh, people in the community it would uh, it, in some people's eyes in these people's community's eyes it could go against or be used against the Chinese and so it was a defense mechanism for the longest time is what what I was saying is that uh, you know Grandmaster Juan I believe Grandmaster Juan is he says something to Ip at a certain point is like you know you haven't been here you don't understand what it means to be or feel like an outsider in uh, in this in, in this world you know um, you have lived back in the quote-unquote motherland i guess um but you haven't been in america you have not experienced racism um like that i mean they debatably they experienced it and uh they did they did experience it in the second movie but you haven't experienced it from living within inside the country or inside the territory you know being in a place where it's not exactly uh your your original home and you're trying to call it home but yet being told you can't live here by terrible racist or whoever whatever type of people that are telling you you can't live there and so i do enjoy this perspective of this this outsider's perspective of going into um the culture into an american westernized culture back in the day in such a tough period i mean i couldn't imagine well it's very much the oppression and things that we have seen on uh, against other races as well but i i feel like this was so specific to the chinese that it, it it's like stands out you're like whoa this is you know this is fucked up so um let me see uh Ip discovers uh, from his friend Liang, Liang Jin that Ip is a foreigner. Sorry, what am I saying? Ip student Bruce Lee has upset the martial arts community in San Francisco by opening the Wing Chun School, teaching non-Chinese people martial arts, and writing an English language book on martial arts. See, I, I could definitely see why that would upset people. I also found it fascinating. I wanted to know what the interpretation of the Bruce Lee's family, uh, of the estate, of Bruce Lee, what they thought about this whole part of the movie. If this had really happened, if people were really thinking about this, um, it is interesting to think about because uh, 
it questions what Bruce Lee was thinking when he was creating all of this and, and building his empire. Um, you know, I say empire, but you know, building his brand. It wasn't really an empire. I think the guy was was confident in what he did, but I wouldn't call what he had an empire. He wasn't here long enough to have an empire, in my opinion. Um, he could have, um, and his estate certainly does, and his his name cert- certainly has the legend behind it. But I don't know if that's what you would call it yet. So he discovers his friend Liang Jin that it that because Ip is a foreigner. A referral letter from the Chinese Consolidated Benevolent Association is needed to enroll Ching into an American school. Grandmaster Wan, Zong Hua, the association's president, refuses to write a letter as Ip is unbothered by Lee's actions. And because um, Bruce Lee is um, a disciple of Ip's, he they kind of are putting what Bruce Lee is doing at the feet of Ip as if Ip had anything to do with it, you know, um, like, which he doesn't. So, uh, whereas the other grandmasters display open contempt, you know, the other grandmasters in the, the situation in, in San Francisco, um, you know, don't want martial arts taught to non-Chinese um, people at this time, you know. So we can, we can clearly see the, the mix uh, so after a brief confrontation with Juan resulting in a broken laptop, Ip leaves. Um, yeah, Grandmaster Juan has, uh, sorry, a laptop, a broken tabletop. Sorry. There's this whole scene where all of the Grandmasters are disagreeing with, uh, Ip and, you know, they're like, Grandmaster's like, drink the tea, drink the tea. I think you should drink the tea. And then he's like pushing that thing, the this like glass piece that's kind of going between um, Ip and Grandmaster Wan. And they're both like using the force, like, and he's like, and eventually that like thick ass piece of glass, I don't think that would, I don't think that's physically possible, but that thing like, and, uh, Ip's like, alright, I'm out. He's like, I ain't fixing that, and I ain't drinking your tea. So get your ass out. <laughs> I was, I was like, Ip is the man, but I mean, I, I, the thing is, Ip is such a modest guy, but he has, he's really set in his ways, where he's not going to bend down, bow down, do anything, to, uh, uh, you know, definitely not to. The foreigners but like where he doesn't like he's set in his ways you know it's hard to explain but he's not gonna like bend over for somebody this you know bend over backwards for someone to step all over him you know he doesn't he does he needs the respect um so while leaving the school after a principal with the sorry after a meeting with the principal um if chances upon Juan's teenage daughter, uh, Yana, undergoing a racist attack from a rival cheerleader, Becky and her male friends. Uh, this was extremely hard to watch. There's several times in this series where it's just hard to watch what's going on or what's happening to the women in this series. Like, please, can we give them a break or can we give them something of substance so that they aren't always being 
you know, tormented of some way. I was just like, God dang, even this this young girl cannot get a catch a fucking break from either being hurled racist slurs or being uh, thrown up against a fence. And Ip was taking his sweet motherfucking time. Ip is like across the field, like, what's going on? Picking up his kid or something like that. Or, sorry, he was at the, uh, he wasn't picking up his kid. He was at, uh, he was at the school and he's like, what, what's, you know, what's happening over there? And, uh, you know, the daughter's like, blah, 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 like getting fucked up, like punched, screamed at, to her hair's getting like, blah, 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 blah. like she's, she's like literally getting attacked left, right? Ip's like, wait, what? And she's like, blah, blah, help, help, blah, you know, like all this craziness is happening to her. I'm like, damn, get to the fucking fence, get to the fucking fence. <laughs> I was just like, this is really fucking intense. And it's a different story when you see two grown ass men, you know, hitting the Wing Chun styles, like a hi one of those. But when you see like young adults attacking each other, it's just like, oh my God, it's, it's, like, is this what the world's coming to kind of thing? And it makes you feel like, oh, my gosh, there's no hope for the world. And you see this young girl being attacked. And Yana, I'm like, Ip, please go whoop these people's ass. And Ip eventually gets there. He's like, ah, And uh, he's not literally like, oh, yeah, it's more like a silent, hi yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Um, He eventually hits them. Fucks them all up. All those kids get whacked, smacked everywhere um i was just like uh after they attacked yana i don't feel bad for what it just did i was just like i you know you, you put it on yourself all all of y'all you did it to yourself and of course becky goes back to bitch um i gotta say that this doesn't ever really come back kind of like something that never really comes back in the third movie um what never comes back uh like there's not a lesson taught to becky in my opinion She's a terrible person throughout this movie, and almost nothing comes back. Um, it puts, like, the kibosh on it once, and then that's it. But, you know, Yana is trying to fight fight them off at first, but it's like, god dang. Uh, that was hard to watch. And so, uh, you know, yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm going to need a little bit of seltzer for that. That was, that was a lot to handle. Oh my god. Yeah, so, um... Where the hell are we again? Okay, so... Yana fights back, which results in Beck, Becky accidentally cutting herself on a pair of scissors. And Becky was cutting Yana's hair, so fuck you, Becky! Um... She is ultimately outnumbered, and Ip steps in to rescue her. He escorts Yana home, where Juan accuses Ip of using her his daughter merely to get the letter and challenges him to a fight for it. Grandmaster Wong is a hard fucking ass. He's like, oh, you got uh, beat and called all these uh, terrible racist slurs, my daughter? Oh, okay, well, that's just uh, another day for you. What is it, Tuesday? It's just another Tuesday for you. Um, And he's like, if you ain't going to get that letter. And I was like, my God, this guy's such a, a hard ass. No, it's like, yeah. I didn't feel bad for Grandmaster Wong, but I felt terrible for Yana. She's just in a, a really tough situation. And I kind of thought there was going to, there's like this like correlation of how uh, Wan is, sorry, Wan's daughter 
Yana and Ip kind of have like this uh, uh, paternal relationship kind of like Ip's son's not really that great to him so he's kind of like taking Yana under his wing a little bit as like this, the, the, pers- the young person he's taking care of and kind of vice versa um, but anyways um, and, and and she's kind of looking for more or less a father figure and Ip is way more of a father figure than uh, you know Grandmaster Juan is so um, what else do we have uh, the duel is interrupted by an earthquake and Juan tells Ip they will finish their fight at an upcoming mid-autumn festival Ip refuses explaining sorry Ip refuses explaining that he is merely accompanied he, he merely accompanied Yana home for her own safety and leaves um yeah it's like dude can you take it easy like your your house is a ruin you're having like a random Wing Chun fight in the middle of the living room like come on dude you, if you get a wife anytime soon to come in at this point she's gonna be so pissed like so pissed the the room is going to be a mess. You can you can't just be doing that. That's all I gotta say. Um, and assuming he was he was looking for a wife, maybe he wasn't. He might have been looking for a husband. Who knows? Uh, Becky lies to her parents, claiming that she's been attacked by Yana. Her father, Andrew Walters, is an officer for the Immigration and Naturalization Service, the INS. Done. Done. And is pressured by his wife into holding the association responsible and deporting all illegal immigrants with them. Uh, it's crazy how this like chain of command could actually happen, which definitely feels like this could have happened in real life. Maybe it wasn't like, um, you know, specifically two people getting, you know, a, a girl being attacked. But I could see how uh, a young person could tell their parents you know, so-and-so wasn't acting right and whatnot, and, you know, they're acting suspicious, and if they're in a source of power, they could really mess somebody up. And so they are, you know, Becky's gonna fuck up Yana and Grandmaster Juan's situation, just being able to live there. Um, completely fucked up. All because of a situation that Becky started. And all because, like, what is it, uh, uh, Yana is a better dancer. It's like, oh my gosh, you're gonna get her deported because Yana was a better dancer. I was like, good God, good God, man. <laughs> so, uh, on top of all that craziness, uh, what do we have? Uh... Meanwhile, Hartman Wu, a staff sergeant in the U- United States Marines, and student of Lee attempts to convince Barton Geddes, the gunnery sergeant on his base, to incorporate Chinese martial arts uh, into their hand-to-hand combat training. Geddes, an openly racist man, proves the Marines' karate, current karate program superior by having Hartman fight the Marines' karate instructor, Colin Frater, who defeats him. So, I I didn't understand why Gettys was so racist against them, even thinking or even having the thought of practicing Wing Chun versus the karate that they are already, you know, the 
karate they've already learned. I mean, I don't think, you know, obviously everything racist and terrible that Barton says is wrong, but if he's already using a type of karate or a type of martial arts that seems to be decent, I can see why why he would use that, you know, why he would currently use that. Um, I guess my biggest thing was he was so racist in saying how terrible Wing Chun was and it just wasn't the way, but his way of the karate was. Like, I don't think you can be just as openly racist and say all these derogatory things about uh, martial arts and then continue to use martial arts as your your current way of fighting. I was just like, this doesn't correlate for me. It almost, I didn't want to see another Westerner do, you know, another boxing match. Like, I, I enjoyed having the Western antagonist actually do the karate, but the reasoning of him saying that he wasn't going to do the karate in the first place didn't really make much sense besides saying that he didn't understand it or he didn't learn it. Um, but it was like, I don't know. Uh, it almost would have made more sense if he didn't know karate and he got his ass kicked by someone that did know karate. And that thus he would say, Oh, we would need to learn that style or we need to learn that. I mean, his karate was still pretty, pretty impressive from what he was having to do you know even the colin freighter guy these aren't good guys in the movies at all but they're not like bad at the fighting that they do they almost beat all of the grandmasters i feel like don't they at one point um or a couple of grandmasters and a couple of people after after a certain point um i think that's coming up soon and it's like it's hard to one, I don't believe that any of these, either one of these Westerners, would be able to defeat a Grandmaster at Wing Chun. It just doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem like it would happen. But on top of that, um, I didn't think the argument for him saying my karate is better than your Wing Chun. It's just like what? It, 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 for me, it's just like you got to go. You got you got to break him up further than that. You almost he didn't have to be a boxer. He didn't have to be in karate, but maybe a different style of fighting. Um, but I don't know. It, it was the fact that he was using all these racist derogatory terms on top of using karate at the same time. It's almost like saying how much you hate Mexicans and yet you eat at a Mexican restaurant two to three times a week. I know there's a lot of people that do that and a lot of hypocrites that do that. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of in the same realm. Uh, so Colin Freighter defeats him. Hart later manages to convince the unit's commanding officer of Kung Fu's potential and is instructed to film the mid-autumn festivals happening at Chinatown for research purposes, infuriating Gettys. Gettys instructor, sorry, Gettys instructs Freighter to beat the Grand Masters at a festival. Freighter proves his strength by defeating three Grand Masters until Ip intervenes and beats him badly, hospitalizing him. Excuse me. So yeah, Freighter, the the karate Marines guy, he defeats three grandmasters. And I'm not saying every I don't I don't think they were dirty matches if I remember correctly. It did come off as they were just, you know, being extremely derogatory, rude, racist, everything above, you know, they weren't being, you know, you know, honorable about it. 
but I'm pretty sure he did whoop these grandmasters at one point. And I was like, can we get fucking Ip in there? Can we get somebody that knows how to fight in this shit? You know? And so when Ip goes in there, that was uh, that was a very satisfying win for Ip. Um, you know, he gave me some these, some of those, some of these, and uh, called it a day. Um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Juan, who was supposed to be present at the festival, is arrested by the INS. Upon seeing his ally in the hospital, Gettys barges into the association to find out where Juan is, revealing his own martial martial arts prowess. He brutally defeats all the Grandmaster's presence, present. He then threatens Walter, Walters to release Juan into the Marines' custody um, before bringing Juan into the camp to fight him. Due to a tip-off, by Billy, a, a subordinate of Walters and another student of Bruce Lee, um, Ip and Lying Lying Jin help members of the association reevaluate reevaluate by the time the INS conduct conduct its raid. Lee provides refuge for the association, earning their respect. So I did forget this whole part where they have Bruce Lee at the beginning having the first fight and the first real uh, confrontation with these guys and Colin Freighter. When they the, when these guys kind of come off the street, straight up Cobra Kai style, just bust up in the diner, like, hey, your karate sucks, my, my karate's better. You know, that they came up in there and said that. And Bruce Lee's like, all right, I'll have to come whoop your ass. And Bruce Lee does whoop Colin's ass. Um, I mean, it's a cool, it's a great-ass fight. Um, but I believe, you know, Colin goes, you know, goes home with his tail between his legs. And, um, I, I honestly thought we were going to get way more Bruce Lee in this movie because of that. So, uh, let me see. So, yeah, I, this was one of the main times I felt the tension in this movie at such a high level. When they had the INS raid and all of this was going to go down, I was like, fuck, these people are, are no, this is beyond fights anymore. You're not going to karate chop, judy chop, any chop out of any of this. This is going to be, uh, you know, it's becoming way more of a political thriller in some sense when it comes down to, uh, the stakes of what's going on. This is not about getting punched in the face anymore. This is about deportation. This is some crazy shit. Um, so Juan and Gettys <clears throat> fight at Marine's camp. At first, Juan is able to match all of Gettys' blows, but is eventually overwhelmed and seriously injured. Just like some of the other repetitive stuff in the story of the Ip Man franchise... This does have that same feeling of enter an antagonist, he beats up somebody we know, and it man send it man in to go uh uh to go protect or to defeat this other or evil sector or person. Um I can name that with the first movie, which would be the ultimate bad guy in that, uh I don't remember his name, but uh, the Japanese leader in that. The second one, uh, and it's basically Ip 
is having to avenge a fallen friend in almost every single one of these movies. The first one is the one uh, his one friend at the beginning that was doing okay, but then ends ends up going down. I think his name is uh, Lee, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, anyways, one of his uh, you know, one of his friends goes down in the first movie. He's got to avenge him. He does. Second one, Sammo Hung goes down. He he dies. Um, he has to avenge him. Third one, uh, kind of the same sense. Uh, someone's kidnapped. Someone of uh, someone is attacked. One of the masters is attacked, and he has to avenge him eventually. And so essentially, the same thing happens here. Um, all four movies, someone has to be avenged um by it man and so uh yeah i there was this kind of like black exploitation character that's in this movie because uh, he has like this kind of uh, he has this afro and this you know the swag i guess it, he's kind of coming in there what reminds me of the enter the dragon character uh fuck what's that guy's name Enter. He gave off that uh, Williams, Jim Kelly. He gave off Jim Kelly vibes, and uh, I I love Jim Kelly in uh, Enter the Dragon. I just thought that I was just like, this is kind of a interesting take on this character. I guess because it was the 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 late sixties, it would make sense. But uh, I'm trying to find that that guy's name. Um. Yeah, I don't see him. I do not see him. I wonder if... Is Master Lost someone different than who I've been saying? Oh, well. Sorry about that. Y'all got it anyway. Anyways. Uh, okay, so what do we have? Juan and Gettys. Okay, so Juan is seriously injured by Gettys. And an emotional ip reveals to to Poe that he has cancer. Poe finally tells Ip Ching to talk to his father over the phone after many failed attempts done by Ip Man before. And it's just heartbreaking to see them two kind of have a bad relationship. It's just... Uh, you know, the typical father, son that don't get along because of some uh, sip, uh, specific reason. This one would be probably because of the mother hasn't been in the situation for quite a while at this point. Um, not sure how many years it was after that. I think it's probably f six or seven years at least since the last one. Um, but anyways, what else do we have? Uh, so yeah, he finally, his son finally talks to him, you know, and they, they have a nice cry over the phone. Um, so Ip Man is brought into the Marines camp by Hartman and ultimately defeats Gettys after a long and savage fight. I gotta say, this was, uh, one of the most interesting and hardest to watch fights as well. Um, always have this kind of weird, eerie feeling of when you know, something's going wrong or something's happening to somebody 
and there's like a group of people watching it happen and they're not doing anything about it. Uh, you know, at certain points of this fight, I felt like it man was going down and people were just having to stand there at attention in their underwear, just like, like, oh my gosh, or, you know, uh, you know, watch him go down in that way. I think that they were actually, I'm thinking of the fight with the Juan. I don't think they were actually sitting in their underwear when, <laughs> when, uh, it man was fighting, but, um, I will say the, uh, the fight is phenomenal. I, I did a, a, a watch along with it, and I was just like, this is insane. Um, you know, he gets some of these, some of those, some of these, some of those, some of these. Hits him, uh, about knocks him probably to unracist at, at, by the end of the whole fight. You know, just knocks the fucking living sack out of uh, Gettys and hits him with the whoosh, Judy chop in the eye. That's never fun to have. Um, never want one of those in the eye. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it is a long, savage fight. It's probably about a five-minute fight, and it goes down hard. Um, and there's several times that, like, Ip Man could probably theoretically kill somebody with a theoretical Judy chop to the neck, you know? Um, Juan prepares the referral letter for Ip, but the latter states that he does not need it anymore as he does not intend to move to San Francisco. Ip returns to Hong Kong and reconciles with his son. A wary but determined Ip instructs his son to film him as he demonstrates Wing Chun on a wooden dummy. A closing on-screen text states that Ip succumbs to cancer in 1972 at age 79. An epilogue shows Lee paying respect to Ip at his funeral as more text reveals that the Marines officially incorporated martial arts into their training in 2001. And that, my friends, is Ip Man 4, the final 2019 directed by Wilson Yip. Wow. Well, we covered it. We covered the entire Ip Man franchise. At this point, we have not covered Master Z yet, but I think, you know, why the heck not at this point? We've already watched it. Might as well cover it. Um, wow. What do I got to say about Ip Man 4? It's a slight mixed bag when it comes down to um, having it end, like I don't want it to end, but I understand that Donnie Yen can't play Ip Man forever, um, which is probably why they have the Master Z series coming out. We're like, we need more of this. Keep on pumping this shit out, especially with this money that we're making. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ip Man 4. There's a sense of fun and modestness that comes with the Ip Man franchise. I think it's specifically that comes with Donnie Yen playing him um because after watching master z um i just wanted to know and feel what the difference was when we don't have uh donnie yen on screen with them uh, uh Don, donnie yen on screen as it man and that's what it really feels like it comes down to is the understanding the modestness the likability the care the charisma that donnie yen is bringing as it man it's all there this guy his embodying this character. Um, I want to learn more about Donnie Yen as an actor. 
um, just as you know many actors before that have taken on roles um, I, I haven't seen too many roles that have just uh, blown my socks off like this guy has uh, yeah so I'm kind of looking at him he's 57 now so he, he still has time he's still relatively young in comparison to what uh, older action stars are these days anyways you know um, so yeah let me see if there's anything else I want to uh, talk about with regards to his uh, Ip Man franchise or anything else that he's been in recently so he was actually in uh, he was Commander Tongue in Disney's live action Mulan I kind of want to go back and rewatch that a little bit just to see him in it uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story I kind of want to rewatch that Triple X, uh, Return of Xander Cage he was in that as well. He's in so he's in some Western films that I've I've heard of, seen in some in some scenes. I've seen him. I just didn't realize who he was. Uh, but the dude is fucking. You know, he's he's a badass. My God, I'm looking at him in a 2016 photo. Look, he looks ripped, and he, he he's fucking. He's a G. We don't see him uh, with his shirt off. I don't think this entire series. But my God, I'm I'm looking at a, a Wikipedia thing right now. God dang. Dude is fucking ripped. So, um, let me see. Uh, in light of the coronavirus uh, pandemic in 2020, February, Donnie Yen stepped in to donate uh, $1 million to frontline medical workers. Wow. That is, that's, that's beautiful, Donnie. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else that we need to talk about? Filmography? We, we kind of covered the majority of the, the ones that we would probably cover in the Western states. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening, watching Look It All Podcast. Let me know how I can improve on the review. Let me know if you liked the It Man movie. Let me know if you liked the review. Let me know how I can improve. Five stars on iTunes. Watch us live on Twitch. Um, uh, thumbs up, comment, do what you can to help support the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this It Man series review, subscribing would help me the most we are trying to get to a thousand subscribers so that we can monetize our videos and make a little bit of money and continue make fun cool interesting content for you guys and gals and people in between um so thank you for listening watching look at our podcast take it easy be sure to go to luckdollpodcast.com